Welcome to Parenting Today's Teens, a daily podcast that provides stories, insights, and wisdom to help you gain a deeper relationship with your teen. On today's episode, Mark Gregston and Wayne Shepard talk about the dangers of being a helicopter parent. Let's hear what they have to say. We're going to talk today about parents who are involved. Now, is this over-involvement or under-involvement, Mark? You know, you can hear the rotors spinning on those helicopter parents that are spinning over us right now. Yep. You know, we're talking really about those parents that hover over their kids so much it keeps them from growing up. They're trying too hard? It's well-intended. I mean, they want to be there. They want to be involved in the life of their child. But sometimes that over-involvement, them becoming a helicopter parent that hovers over their kids are provoking their kids. They're pushing their kids away, they're damaging a relationship, and it's saying to their kids, you're not capable of making good decisions, so I'm going to be there to do it for you. Now, I'm exaggerating a little bit, but there is something to being over-involved, which is good-hearted and well-intended, but it's not beneficial for kids. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. All right, Mark, we get lots of emails. Here's an email that fits perfectly the conversation we're having today about overly involved parents. Uh, I'm a family counselor in Tulsa. I've heard you talk about helicopter parents, and it seems to me that this is a subject that needs much more elaboration. Parents that are trying to be involved and protective of their children in a healthy way could easily be perceived as helicopter parents. Some tips on what defines a difference between being healthily involved and becoming the helicopter would be good. Thanks for all you do for families. Yeah, you know what? That is a great question. I mean, a, a great question. So many parents want their kids to follow his teaching, trust his promises, believe his warnings, and listen to his heart. We all want that. And, sure. and we want to be right there as good parents to say, okay, and this is how you need to do it, to make sure that you don't make the mistakes that I make. And yet there is something about making mistakes that is so good in the heart of a child to tell them, there's a need to make good decisions so that you don't have to deal with the consequences that come from bad decisions. And that helicopter parent sometimes makes all those decisions and takes on all the responsibility and keeps a child from engaging in learning how to function in their culture. And I would tell you this, kids need that more today yeah. to learn how to make decisions and make good decisions and to see the reason for making those. They need that now more than ever than they did 10, 15 years ago. We all know that to be a good parent, we need to be involved with our kids. But we're, the question today is how involved? That's right. You know, some a lot of parents are under-involved. And I've got to tell you that I've seen a lot of under-involved parents produce some pretty good kids that can make decisions on their own. Decisions have to be made. If there's 10 decisions that have to be made and there's no parent there to make any of them, that child will learn how to accommodate and make decisions. And they're going to make mistakes and they're going to make bad choices and they're going to have to pay the consequences of those things. But I think what happens is a child learns, okay, I'm learning something here. This needs to be different. This is the need for making good choices. And there's a lot of wisdom that comes out of that. So I'm not saying that that's necessarily bad, but to have a a parent not involved at all, then you don't also transfer all the good things that we want them to learn. Mm -hmm. And so I, I want a parent to be involved, but not to the point that it starts to take away from those things that a child needs to learn for their world. All right, tough question. If you had to choose between a parent who is under-involved or over-involved, which would you choose? I would, I would answer that question with another question. 
what's going to better prepare them for the culture they're going to be living in a few years from now? Now, I mean, that's a difficult one, but it, it kicks into mind that I've got to always be thinking about how do I prepare my child for the next step? Okay, my dad was not involved in my life that much at all. I think that helped me understand the concept of money, making good decisions, uh, living life on my own, becoming independent, mm-hmm. doing what I want to do. And, there, and there's some great attributes that come with that. But there's you some, missed some things, didn't that's you? That's right. There's some negative things that came out of that. The relationship, the the wisdom, having somebody speak truth into your life. And the, and so the challenge becomes, how do you balance those two things? You know, and, and I think it's just having a parent say, I want both. I want my child to learn those great things that they need to learn to become independent and a free thinker and a good thinker and have those principles built into their life. But at the same time, I want to give them the freedom and say, okay, you need to be making some decisions here. All right. What's the balance point? What defines a healthily involved parent? Yeah. I mean, you have the the one that's not involved at all, then the one that's the helicopter parent that is always there. Sometimes those helicopter parents are more concerned about being a parent than they are helping a child learn how to handle life. It's about me, rather than about that's the kids. Right, yeah. That's right. And so you've always got to be thinking of, with my child, how can I be healthily involved in their life? And I think this is when the parent releases their grip that forces their child to grab a hold of their life. Sometimes a parent being less involved in the process allows a child to be more involved in the process of gaining independence. And it's going to vary from child to child, even within the same family. Absolutely. You know, I mean, somebody says, well, Mark, do I trust my child more? I can't trust him. And I go, do you really trust your child anyway? (laughs) I mean, is there really anybody that's listening that says, I really think my child can handle driving at age 16? I go, I don't, I don't trust my child. That's why I carry insurance. <laughs> I really believe that something's going to happen. But you know what? I do it anyway because I know from them, given the opportunity and the privilege of driving, they're going to learn quickly. And so I don't always have to wait until I can actually trust them. If I wait till I trust them, I will never, never let them. Happen. I'll never let them do anything. <laughs> and so, so I always tell parents: be involved in the life of your teen, but shift the way you parent your child that engages them to assume more responsibility and more of the decision-making. So it's saying, let's have that open dialogue with your teen. Give them age-appropriate freedoms. You know, at, at age 12, you let them do one thing. At age 13, you let them do that and one more. At 14, one more. And you, and you start lining those things out so that they feel like they're on a path to independence rather than trying to think that at age 16, they're immediately going to become independent. They're immediately going to become wise decision makers. They're immediately going to understand God's plan for their life. It happens in little pieces along the way. Do we give them freedom to make mistakes? Absolutely. Absolutely. That, that is really a sign of an involved parent. It's not an uninvolved parent. A child making mistakes has been given the freedom so they can learn how to make better decisions later. That is a good decision by a parent. Over the years, Mark Gregston's one-liners and devotional insights have been a source of encouragement, amusement, and inspiration for people all over the world. Now, the very best of these quotations have been collected into not one, not two, but three beautifully designed coffee table books that can be given as gifts, placed in a doctor's office, or placed in your own living room. Whether you're looking for wit, wisdom, encouragement, or even a challenge to dig deeper into the vital role of parents, all three volumes of Stepping Stones will deliver. 
Each beautifully bound hardback of Stepping Stones is $7.99, or you can get all three for $19.99. Visit ParentingTeenResources.org to get all three volumes of Stepping Stones today. There isn't a mom or dad out there that's not concerned with where their child is to make sure they're making good decisions. I mean, I mean, I, I'm sitting there thinking of his parents going, I, I get it. I understand why they'd be doing that. And at the same time, I get it why a child wants to go, Mom, Dad, yeah. leave me yeah, alone frustrating, and sure. let me let me just kind of be on my own. Okay. In between those two points, there is a balance. And mom and dad, you've got to be checking yourself here and saying, okay, am I too involved? If I have my child constantly saying, you know, you're always nagging me. You're always on top of me. You're always chasing me down. You're always following me. You're always asking these questions. Then then a parent's got to say, okay, how can I do it differently with you and you ensure that you're not going to be making these bad decisions intentionally? That's really the issue. And it's the child's responsibility to let me know that I can trust them. It's not just me trusting them. Now, and I say that because I said it earlier, can you really trust a child? <laughs> no, you can't. You've got to be the parent. Absolutely. And so, but it's giving them the opportunity and then knowing that they're going to be protected, knowing that I want them to make good decisions. This is a process. It's the time when you take the training wheels off and you push and you let them start to pedal on their own. We've got just a moment left, but we need to establish our home as a place of rest. This shouldn't be a, a, a place of conflict all the time, should Abs- it? A- absolutely. You know, I mean, we talk about this where we're always hovering over our, our kids and everything else. It needs to be a place where we stop sometimes. I tell parents, you know, that your child needs rest. They need privacy. They need you to back up a little bit. They need you to stop. There's a scripture that says, even a fool appears wise when he keeps his mouth shut. Stop. Quit correcting your child every day. Just every other day may be a better way <laughs> yeah, to do it. And I right. say that in such a way so that your child can feel like they get rest from the intensity of the world that they're in. Quit hounding them. Stop stalking them. Just allow your teaching to have its full impact on the life of your child. Be involved in the lives of your kids. Right, but not too involved that you keep them from growing up. And put the helicopter in the hangar. That's right. (laughs) All right. Thanks for listening to Parenting Today's Teens. For more information, visit parentingtodaysteens.org. And to learn more about Heartlight, visit heartlightministries.org. If this podcast has been helpful to your family, please share it or give us a quick rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Of course, you can listen to Parenting Today's Teens wherever you listen to podcasts. Join us tomorrow for another great episode. We'll talk to you then.